Well, hello, lovely listeners. In for another treat today, I am joined by four brilliant time hackers that chose to become time hacker coaches. Um, that I'm going to have them all introduce themselves actually, because they do it best. But I do want to say, as you are listening today, you're going to hear about probably about what it's like to be a time hacker and probably what it's like to become a time hacker coach. But I also want you to listen to and to like each of the people you're going to meet and think about the relationship with them because if you become a time hacker or want coaching, these are the people that will coach you. So you can totally, you're going to love all of them. I know that already, but um, just be thinking through that lens of like, maybe this is where you find your coach as well. And also at the end, I'm going to get them to speak about their businesses outside of time hackers where you could work with them as well. So lots of fun is going to be had. Lots of information is coming your way. You might want to listen to this one more than once enjoy all right who wants to go ahead and introduce themselves first yes um hi my name is jewel homan um i am from michigan america's high five and that's where i currently live um and i'm a proud time hacker Actually, maybe as you introduce yourselves, maybe introduce a bit about what drew you to becoming a time hacker and then also becoming a time hacker coach so we can actually get the conversation flowing. Yeah, so the decision to become a time hacker for me um, was something like was a decision I made so deliberately like I Um, had been listening to your podcast for a while and really like applying things that you were uh, teaching and talking about. And I knew I just really wanted to immerse myself in it further and really um, apply everything uh, that you were teaching. And um, I just remember uh, having this like moment where it felt like such a gift to myself to do that. Um, And it was like going through the workbook and everything it was such a gift. The decision to become a time hacker coach. Um, so, and actually I missed like all of your marketing about it. Um, and so when I saw that you were like, okay, applications closed, I was like, what mm-hmm. for this? And so I messaged Vicky and was like, wait, please, <laughs> I would love to do that. And that really like enthusiastic decision came from, I knew that by being in this community, it was something that I really wanted for myself and for my own growth, for my own business, to be in the energy of people that care so much about the humans that they are coaching and um, they put their clients first and to be in the energy of like feminist values in business was like that's exactly what I wanted for myself and wanted to be around and I knew it'd be so helpful for me um, as I'm applying the work in my own business but also just like and it has it's really helped me stay stay super energized just being uh, around that uh, ways those ways of thinking Mm. um, in my own business but I I will say too and, and we can talk about this more but it's also helped me absolutely fall in love with like coaching again and we can dive into that but that's a pretty long introduction so <laughs> love it. there's there's no rush on anyone at any point of today it's all fun we have plenty of time thanks so much Joel all right <laughs> who else wants to speak up I, I can go next So I'm Kayla Celeste and I joined time hackers because I always felt like I didn't have enough time, but I could see the time. So I could see that I had time. So I knew it wasn't like a fact that I didn't have time, but I didn't understand like, why does it not feel like I have time? Why does it feel like there's so many more things that I always need to be doing? And, and then I would just start cramming those things in. There was especially a point even within time hackers where I'm like, you know what? I just go from work to then doing things with my family, to then cleaning something and then back to work. And then I'm like, there's no space, but it was because the space was so uncomfortable. And so that's of course why it just felt like I didn't have time because anytime there was time, I would just have to fill it because it would be so uncomfortable. And so that's one of the main things that I really learned in Time Hackers is like how to have the space, how to let it be uncomfortable and then 
once you let it be uncomfortable, it gets a lot more enjoyable. And I joined to become a time hacker coach. That was honestly the easiest decision. As soon as you were like, okay, this is what we're doing. I'm like, I want in, like, I want to do this. Like, and it's because of this transformation that I've had in time hackers. It it's so obvious that it's able to help people because I've just helped myself over and over and over. I've coached people in the time hackers program and they have gotten help. I've seen people transform because we celebrate and we even celebrate the failures. And so it was like, obviously I want to do this because I know this is so helpful. Yeah, it's true. So just so everyone knows, Kayla was supporting me for a while internally as a team member. And so she was like one of the first people I was like, I've got this idea. This is what I'm going to do. And she was literally like, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up. And I think she signed up before, like I even sent a single email. And it was funny actually, because Jewel was like, I miss all your marketing on it. But I think the marketing was two emails. <laughs> so it wasn't like, there was no, it's like the example of time hacking, I think. But thanks so much, Kayla, for sharing. And yeah, for sharing your perspective, because actually Kayla was already a coach inside time hackers that had been covering while I'd been on mat leave. So it was amazing. Um, that you got that insight as well. I'm like, I want to continue with this. Thank you. Yes. Who's next? Okay, I'm going to jump because I'm scared my dog's going to start barking. Which is okay, <laughs> don't bark. That's okay. Behave yourself. She's asleep. Um, so I'm Emma Lavelle and I joined Time Hackers because also discovered you through the podcast and... I think when I first started listening to a podcast, I was living in France and I split up with my partner and I was kind of doing lots of walks around the woods with my dog. Like what the hell has gone wrong with my life? I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be like this. And why am I in this country and, and what's, what's happening? And I used to listen to the podcast and start to reflect on how all of the results that I had in my life that I didn't like were because of time scarcity and like all of them and I realized that I felt this big pressure because of my age at the time and like you know do I want to have kids don't I want to have kids and pressure about you know grandparents getting older and these like really really big things like everything was about time and I just felt that I didn't have any control over it so I waited to join I think until September that year. So I was in your world for a very long time for our time purposes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then as soon as I joined, it was the classic thing of, oh, I should have done this six months ago, but you know, that's okay. <laughs> and and then all I wanted to do was talk to other people about this. And so it was this like, I wish she had a certification. And yeah, so exactly the same as Jewel and Kayla, like as soon as you had it, it was like in, I'm in, how do I get in this room? So amazing. And now we can teach it. Yeah, I was going to say, so basically the reason we have this program is because you manifested it. <laughs> exactly. That's what it sounds like. You're like, I wish there was a certification, boom. Yes, I have to be very careful with my powers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I caused COVID at one point because I didn't want to do something. And I thought, like, oh no. <laughs> this is more positive <laughs> thank you so much Emma for sharing Ivy you're up I'm up hello hello um I'm Ivy PM Jaisimi and um time hackers you know it's interesting because I think Vicky and I had come across each other a couple of times here and there but I wasn't necessarily in your world I was more on the peripheries of your world that classic social media stalker of okay let me just keep an eye on your post like before I commit to a relationship I want to get to know this person and I just felt that nearly every post that you were doing you were posting I was resonating with and funnily enough the more I was kind of almost like unbecoming I was resonating more and more with every message you were you were speaking about especially when it comes to time and I had this story that I didn't even know was a story because it was just my reality that I'm bad with time I could I could be more organized I should use my time more wisely and so there were so many things that I did so many programs I took so many courses I did to almost fix that problem of being bad with time where even though you help people time hack really what I was realizing was I don't have a problem with time at all. 
I've just been thinking I have a problem with time this whole time. And so I re- I joined Time Hackers because I really wanted to redefine that relationship and start a new relationship with time. And then when it comes to becoming a Time Hacker coach, again, like I said, I was new to your world, but I saw that as an invitation and the perfect invitation because this is work that I want to do. It's work that I'm a product of. And I want to share this with everyone who wants to know. And I get, I see like becoming a Time Hacker coach as partnering with you to bring this message to anyone who needs it, who wants it, who's thinking they don't have enough time, who's thinking they're terrible with time and they need fixing. So yeah, that feels very powerful when I say it like that, but it really is. (laughs) It is powerful. And also just like full curtains open moment. I'd been coached by Ivy. That's how we knew each other. I love that she didn't say it because maybe she didn't know if I wanted it shared or not but I've been coached by Ivy and I had tried to poach her <laughs> to be a coach for time hackers when I was on maternity leave and the timing wasn't right but we'd spoken about it like 18 months ago or something I can't remember. yeah probably 18 months ago um and I just think beautifully like it all worked out um in so many ways for both of us so thank you for sharing that Okay, so um, I would love for you to share with everybody a little bit about what you expected in the program, and, and we're focusing on the Become a Coach program, because just for everyone listening, um, everyone in here is a time hacker. To become a time hacker coach, it is a requirement that you are a time hacker. That's like very much in our values, but um, but I do think what I created with the Become a Time Hacker Coach program is actually quite different to what I've created with the Time Hacker Coach program in terms of like the modules and the videos and everything laid out and it being organized versus become a Time Hacker Coach, which is much more expansive and and a different way of learning, like learning through questions rather than being spoken at, for example. Um, So I would love to hear from you guys, either something around what you expected versus what was the reality, or maybe things that you had to like overcome in yourself around learning and school and that experience if anyone wants to jump in yes I honestly don't know what I expected um (laughs) I was just in (laughs) I I really cannot even remember what I expected from the program I think maybe just you know like conditioning and being in other certifications and things like that, that uh, I expected, you know, we would be taught something and then have to uh, be graded on how we did with it. And that's not how the program was at all. Um, I think the program, I was thinking about it before we hopped on, and it allowed me to really look at quality coaching. And that's what we really did is we examined what is like a like quality coaching. What does that look like? What is client first uh, coaching, like having those values? And we looked at that at every single call from a ton of different avenues. And it allowed me to sharpen my coaching skills but also again to fall in love with coaching all over again and um just that examination and the the conversations that we had about it 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 was really like looking at coaching in like such a like and just really examining everything in such a luxurious kind of way because I think what happens at least for me I don't want to speak for every anybody else but I got certified, but doing business, right? Doing this for a while. Um, and in the beginning, I really like evaluated all my calls, but um, I my approach is a bit different now. And so to, and I've been doing it for so long. And then to have this container where, hey, like we're not gonna teach you like the right way. We're gonna teach you like, here are our values in a coaching call and here's our values in written coaching. And here's what um, a value-based approach looks like. What do y'all think from these values? Exploring that, it was uh, such a transformative experience. And 
there was no right or wrong way. There was no um, grading that needed to be done. We were invited to be so vulnerable and open about what we thought about coaching, what we struggled with. And um, I'm a firm believer that awareness is authority. And so we were invited to just get awareness over and over and over again and take more authority over the um, value-based quality coaching that we were doing. That was like so beautifully put that I'm going to like take some of that. And if we build a sales page for this, <laughs> like, I'm like, all oh, right, like you just said it better than than me. That was so beautifully put. And I think you're right. Like it was very intentional to not have like grading and systems and the right way and the wrong way and the good student and the bad student. And all of that was like super intentional. So thank you for sharing that that's what you received. That means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. So for me, I think I would have definitely had like that same kind of idea. You're going to like do a lecture and then we're going to get kind of tested on it. But I had been around you long enough. I knew we weren't doing that. <laughs> so, but it was very interesting because I'm like, how else do you do it? Because I hadn't seen it done another way. I'm just like, well, I know we're not doing that because that's not really your style. So I found that very interesting. Um, but what I did really love is like the ability to learn so much from other people too. So obviously we got to learn things from you, but also like the people in the room are so smart. And so we got to learn from them too, which I think is often, you know, missed with this lecture and testing kind of model. But then another thing that I liked is there wasn't almost this like wasting time because the programs are separate. So everyone kind of comes in with like being able to go through that at their own pace, or a lot of us had already went through it. So there wasn't this like, oh, you have been using these materials for so long. So now I'm going to like spend time like reteaching you those. And so I liked that they were separate because then we got to go into the coaching versus I'm going to teach you all the tools and then we're going to go into the coaching. Yes. I love that so much that it's like everyone had access to the tools on their own and like you said many of you had already explored them used them even coached on them but it was really just like about being an excellent coach because my intention behind this was like well, I want to create coaches or co-create coaches and create a community around this where I'm super confident that I can put them in front of anyone and they can be brilliant which took me away from any like ego-centered or like it was really about you guys and about the clients and so that was really powerful. And wait, the first thing that you said, just remind me, my brain's tired. Yes. Something about um, going through like the process and it like us learning from each other and it yeah. not being like lecture based. Yes. I think it's such a shame in traditional learning models that we are missing out on that on the conversational side of things and I think firstly I know I learned so much from all of you and secondly as I spoke about also on the previous podcast um, that I did on this about having like a non-hierarchical space I think when we create this place of like I know better than you we end up like shutting down so many brilliant ideas and like I just think there was so much more powerful learning because you all co-created it and participated it and it was really powerful so thank you for pointing that out and for being part of it amazing yes <laughs> um, I think there were I was just thinking there's two things I want to share now I can't remember the second so we'll start with the first but I think for me yeah like Kayla because I've been part of the mastermind I knew you weren't going to do like the predictable thing and <laughs> So I was, I was just very, I think, expecting magical things, but also this like lightness and knowing that this kind of transformation was going to happen for us as well. So just like curious anticipation. Mm. Um, yeah, I know what it is. Um, <laughs> I remember the second thing. So the, the, the other thing was, well, the first thing, noticing how everybody's confidence grew like watching you know I just have this like image of kind of it sounds a bit aggressive but like cats like claws like you know like everybody just it felt like we as a group had been doing a lot of like being very nice and you know hiding that we're actually powerful and you know a lot of yeah you know like very oh we do this thing and we can help you if you're all right and it, I could just see everybody like kind of 
getting bigger and taking up more space and that was amazing and then simultaneously like I know I'm not alone I have been through horrible things in the last few months and and so have lots of our group and I think the container of safety and support like the opportunity to get coached by all of you <laughs> as part of that work has been this like duality of power and then vulnerability and I can't think of another space like that where we would have been able to go through that and feel held and safe and also that we're powerful enough to help other people at the same time and that's incredibly special I think. Wait, that's such a good point that Emma's just made that I just need to repeat it to everyone. We are powerful and vulnerable at the same time like we can ask for help and we are still able to help others and I think that's such an issue and such a thing that stops us in the world when we feel like we need help we don't get it because we want to stay powerful instead of seeing these two as coexisting or even complementing and vice versa. When we feel powerful, we feel like we can't ask for help. And when we ask for help, we feel like we can't be powerful instead of allowing both of those to coexist. I love that. Thank you for sharing. That's so powerful for everyone listening to just take that in as a lesson itself. Yeah, um, everything that Emma, Jewel and Kayla have said resonates so strongly. And there is such a thread that runs through. And I was thinking particularly about what um, Jewel said, because I would have said that I came in with no expectations. But then I realized I had one expectation, which was that it was going to be amazing. Right. So that was literally the only expect I didn't I don't know what flavor. I just knew it was right. And I didn't really care for the minor detail, <laughs> which is kind of normal with me. Um, and what I found is that and this touches on what Emma was saying about powerful and like vulnerability is that I think once we got like from the first call, I don't know if you can remember. I can remember that very first call from the first call. It was such a safe space, such a vulnerable space, like that was unreal that we could be that vulnerable with a group of people that we did not know. And there was just this overwhelming thread from that call in all the calls of you are valued for you over and over. And I think that was healing. We all needed that. And I think that's part of the confidence, right, is you are valued for you. So there was a lot of this unlearning of there is a right way you are valued as you are, you are valued as you are. I, I That's actually been my biggest takeaway because I think I came in to this really steeped in there is a right way, especially in coaching. And I'd been trying to run away from it. And it was only in this program, in the doing of it, right? Not the telling of it, in the doing of it that you are valued for you, you're chosen to be here. There isn't a right way. Your way is the right way. Okay, let's go. So when we remove all of those blocks, what's left? All that's left is for us to jump in. And that's what we all had to do. We had to just jump in because we were choosing to believe that we are valued. We are meant to be here. Our way is the right way. Okay, we can't hold on to that. Right, let's get stuck in then. I think that's when you see each and every coach in this program just blossom with the fear though if you remember the calls we'd like bring it up um I just feel so it wasn't like we were doing it like with our superwoman pants on like we were doing it scared but we were doing it and that for me was just wow you didn't have to like come up with the perfect curriculum for that to happen and actually if you had come up with the perfect curriculum I don't think it would have happened yes yes I think you're exactly right. I think like getting the exposure to like really like deeply understanding there isn't a right way and I don't have the right way for you. You have the right way for you. You just need the confidence to trust yourself. You just need to realize your own power. And that was like a big um, intention behind this program. I mean, it's a big intention behind Time Hackers as well. So it's probably no surprise to you all. But yeah, I think if that's one thing even everyone listening to take away it's like you are amazing and brilliant exactly as you are never do something because you think it's going to make you whole you are whole now like we've unfortunately not been taught that and quite often been taught the opposite and so I think a few people mentioned the word unlearning 
there and I do think that's a big part of all of my programs um but it's like you really are all brilliant um and so then Jewel you mentioned changing your relationship to coaching I'm interested to hear a bit more about that yeah and I also want to comment because as somebody who like Ivy said like we were actively doing this not just in like talking about it and for people that are listening that maybe have never been in a space like this I do want to say it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like willy-nilly and like oh yeah you just like do whatever and it doesn't matter it was so deeply intentional and every call it was just really again like I am going to say values so much but that's really um was my biggest takeaway from this was okay if we go back to the values of what we have in coaching then what would you do right and then there's no right way but as long as we are you know like stepping into these values again it just felt so intentional every time so I just wanted to say that because I know my I can hear my past brain listening to this podcast so I wanted to speak to it um and then what was your question Mickey (laughs) what you said because it's true as well I think when we're in it there's things that we like understand that don't need words around it and I love that you gave the words to the people because we've been in the room and we've been working on this and there's certain things that can easily go unsaid for us that actually saying them is so much more valuable for everyone listening so thank you for that that was really helpful yeah and I mean that's part of the reason why I came here so it's easy like you were asking you know us that question in the beginning that was part of the reason why like I wanted an experience like this where it was like okay if there's not a right way what is there there's values in my opinion that's how I would say it mm-hmm. but um but yeah, what was your question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was just asking about, you said your relationship with coaching changed. So I was interested to hear a bit more about that. Yes. Um, well, I think that gives great insight with it. But um, to be frank, uh, as I always am, um, I think the coaching industry is uh, shifting and it's being put under a microscope. And I see it as... Um, you know, evolving for the better. And, but at the same time, I, you know, as my own business have been scared of doing it wrong. And uh, so my relationship with coaching, it became a little strained where it was like, oh, well, I I, I don't want to um, like do this wrong. My, uh, and that's, it was showing up in my business and so on. Um, and so my relationship with coaching, again, I just, I feel like I fell in love with it all over again and transformed in it all over again because of the things that we've been talking about and the conversations that we had. Uh, it just, again, going back into, okay, like, what do we, what do we really value here and how do we put the client first? Mm-hmm. There's, it's truly opened me up. And I think it's helped me even serve my own clients in my own business. Like just with so much more gumption that I had in the beginning that honestly, like I've had a lot of clients like stay for a really long time. Um, and I think they were drawn to that gumption in the beginning. <laughs> Um, but it's allowed me to have that all over again and um, just believe in it all over again because I know like I'm taking really great care of them and I know right like how to do that I know what my values are um, all over again so thank you I love that share and I think it's true it's like kind of like any relationship right it's like wanting to continue to give to that relationship um, like intentionally proactively like it can even, we can even speak about my marriage <laughs> but it is, it is it's like that idea so thank you and for anyone else so Jewel mentioned that she noticed like a change in her relationship with her coaching was there any like other effects maybe it's the same maybe it's not that you want to share or talk to yeah um I think how like what how do I word this it wasn't like um it was more like a an embedding mm-hmm. 
Like, you know, when you know something in your head and then you go through the process of really knowing it in your heart and in your being. And I mentioned it before, but it's just that thing about like, there is a right way. Mm. Because even though we say there isn't a right way, I've come to learn working for employers, working for other organizations, right? Even in coaching, we say there isn't a right way by mouth, but then in practice, we're like, this is the right way. And the thing that I was really challenged by in my coaching, so me as a coach, me coaching others in the program, like my colleagues, me coaching my clients was really, I'd be, what if their way truly is the right way? Mm. And like, that's what my job is, is to affirm them of that fully. So I have to fully, fully believe that about myself, about them, and just affirm that. What if everything I do, there was a workshop that I had the opportunity of leading in, in the in the program. And I remember, Vicky, when I was asking you about, you know, kind of like your, your vision for it, one of the things that you said is you want everybody to be able to get going with their written coaching exactly as they are. I don't think you'll understand. Like I, cha- I like I shaped the whole thing around that because it struck so hard for me, like exactly as they are. Like what if right now, exactly as you are, without some right formula, you have what it, whatever you need or whatever the person needs. So that has been huge for me. I literally feel like ground has shaken in this area. So I knew it here. And now I really know it here. So that's probably changed my coaching forever, hopefully. Yes. I mean, I always get tingles whenever Ivy speaks, but I definitely got tingles then. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that exactly as you are. Again, I think like that might be the title of this episode. <laughs> because I feel like it's coming up a lot. Emma, were you going to say something? Well, the, literally the same topic. Because what I wanted to add was that I was thinking about when I decided that I was going to join and I was thinking like when was the actual decision because I wanted to do it for ages what was it and it was when I heard you on a podcast basically saying that you are absolutely fine exactly as you are like you you don't need to change anything like you're good and it was like right go let's make this happen and and I think that for me has been the change in relationship with coaching is the knowledge that anyone that we coach, us, anyone in our world, are they're already fine. They don't need to do stuff. And I realized that that was something that had felt a little out of sync with a lot of the coaching world where I've never quite been able to get into gear with it, was it always felt like, ah, oh, yeah, you're nice, but we need to improve you. Mm. You know, and you need to do this thing. And it just felt like, like I was, it's like minimalist coaching. It is this like, let's have a, let's just take off all these bloody layers of extra like fake tan and and jewelry and and fake nails. And like, let's have a look at the person underneath and okay, they're beautiful, you know, and they're good. And and so I think, yeah, it's the same, the same theme, but I don't know that many voices. In fact, I can't think of another voice that's saying that in the coaching world Mm -hmm. at the moment. It's just, it is very like strategy and do this and change yourself so I think yeah the exactly as you are that's so powerful yes it's yes Ivy um can I have a little jewel moment (laughs) because my pre this brain is also thinking um well then why bother with all these things if like you're all saying that I'm fine exactly as I am and I don't have the answer but I'll I want to offer what really helps me is how amazing would it be to work on the things that you work want to work on, not from a, p- a position of I need to be improved or I'm a problem or I need to be fixed, but from a place of, oh my goodness, this is where I shine. This is really what I want to do. And now I get to 
become a coach or do this kind of work, like be a time hacker from that place. I think that's really, please speak up if, if it's not, if it's different for you. But I think that's what we're saying is you get to do it from that place rather from a place of I'm a mess. I need to be fixed. Let me do it from there. A hundred percent. Exactly. And the way we show up to the work and the commitment we have to ourselves and the longevity and the sustainability and the not rushing and the not panicking and the not doing from pressure, all of the ways that we've been taught to operate in the world and taught to succeed crumble when you like actually you know one of the biggest time hacks is being kind to yourself and liking yourself exactly as you are and that's how you actually create faster change not change of like I must change who I am in order to be valuable to the world but change of like this is something I want to create I now see myself as valuable and possible and capable of doing this and it happens like that's what we're talking about here so thank you for that clarification um and I love the like past brains connection you're all brilliant I love it Taylor is there anything that you want to add yeah so one thing that was interesting to me especially because my brain's like no you just need to be good at everything so like we're going to learn how to be great at all of these different, because there's so many different ways to coach. There's so many different skills in the coaching. So my brain of course was like, yeah, we just need to be great at all of them. That's what we're going to do. And you had mentioned that actually it's like following your preference. Like what are you already good at? And again, it's not from like, that doesn't mean that I can't learn all of these skills or I can't improve these things, but it's starting with what do I actually want to learn? And if I don't want to learn a method of coaching or a way to do something, it's not that I have to do it. And so I think that was interesting is like playing to the strings. And then of course we can like work on anything we want to work on, but starting there first. Yes, I love it. I think I see about mass marketization of like time, but I see the mass marketization of coaching where we're like trying to make everyone exactly the same on all different parts. And we spoke about like firstly welcoming all the different coaching experience and backgrounds and and in, but also even within that being like, yes, you're gonna learn about written coaching, yes, you're gonna learn about one-on-one coaching, yes, you're gonna learn about group coaching, but you do not have to do them all, right? Like that's not the aim is not to have everyone get hired as a time hacker coach doing all the same things like really lean into your strengths what you already enjoy so thank you for pointing that out I think that shows up for us outside in the real world as well and we're like oh I must be good at equally good at everything as everyone else instead of like allowing ourselves I mean even in our relationship my husband is like an amazing cook I'm like cool I'm not going to ruin food then like you can do that I'll do the dishes perfect so I love that share thanks Taylor um just mindful of the time so there's two things that I for sure want to make sure we cover one is just if you guys would speak to the past version of yourselves or anyone that was thinking about becoming a time hacker or becoming a time hacker coach what would you want to say? And then what we're going to close on just for everyone listening is how you can stay connected to each of these brilliant women and coaches and learn more from them as well. Okay, so who wants to unleash with the big finale question of what would you say to someone who's like, yeah, this sounds interesting, but I'm probably going to join in six months or one day, or maybe this isn't for me because dot, dot, dot. So I think what I would say is like, it's better than you think it is because I already thought that time hackers would be amazing, that it would help me. But then I get in there and I'm like, oh, there's so many of these things that I didn't even know about. Like, especially the community, like I didn't really join thinking, oh, I want a place where like, I feel welcome and I feel safe and I can help people and I can celebrate with people. I was thinking, I want to fix this time problem. And so I think there's so many other aspects of like so many things I didn't know were possible. So many things I did, I didn't definitely did not come in thinking I want to work on rest. It, I just wasn't thinking that, but so I think whatever it is that you're like, wow, this would really help with this thing. It helps with that. And it helps with more than we can even see right now. Oh, that's so good. I always think that like I need to do a better job of marketing, but like I'll sum that up really well. And it is like, you know what we speak about on the individual level like everyone listening you are so much more capable like your current goal is just to springboard to the next and that's why I love that we have this like lifetime community um 
yeah, I always think about you as the example, actually, like when you joined, you never thought that you were going to join the team. For sure, you never thought you were going to be a coach inside the program. And it's like, I want that for everyone, that experience for everyone of like, whatever, the reason you join is literally the springboard for like so much possibility that you can't even imagine right now. So I love that you shared that. Thank you. Anyone else? Um, I I would say that like, there is this thing that we have sometimes where like, I need to fix these things first. I need to do things, these things first, and then I'll join the program. Cause I already know that this program resonates with me. And what I want to offer is that the pro like time hackers is your time hack for all the things that you want. <laughs> like our brain is backwards. Like, let me just do this work on me and then I'll, and I think join time hackers now because that will be the time hack to get the things you want, to do the work that you want to do, to be the person that you want to be, because you'll face so many different sides of yourself. You'll face your demons, but you'll also get to celebrate yourself in a way that you've never celebrated yourself within Time Hackers. And also people will celebrate you probably in a way that you haven't ever celebrated yourself. So it's it, then that goes back to what Kayla said. It's better than what you think. You, you, you already think it's good. Join now and see, because that will hack what it is that you want to then do in future. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Thanks so much. And it's, it's true what you just said about celebrating. I, I think it's so rare to be in the world and to have like a space to just celebrate ourselves right now we have the celebration challenge happening but like to really celebrate ourselves and that be celebrated from other people like publicly maybe people we've never even met in person and I do think there is magic in that so I love that you said that thank you um okay okay <laughs> it's watching your mic <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh I would say with time hackers that yes yeah I, I think exactly the same as Ivy and Kayla like it's so much more than you think it will be I'm wary of sounding like I'm trying to persuade people to join a cult uh, so I don't want to be like too enthusiastic <laughs> even though I want to be like just do it uh, <laughs> just, just do it but I think for for me that the thing the shift the really really big shift is the connection to the present and I thought about the kind of creating time so that I could be, you know, present in my life, available for family, available for all of these things. But I didn't really think about what that meant. And actually going through big life events, not thinking about work, just being completely and utterly connected is priceless. I mean, it's it's incredible. And, and I think we also, I think maybe people don't realize how much fun it is. It is so like light and you you have fun. Like I remember having to list what would my hobbies look like if I had hobbies before I joined Dime Hackers. And then I remember it was probably in December, like a couple of months later. And I remember walking my dog and I had this feeling and I was like, this is what summer holidays felt like when I was a kid. Like just that the day was endless. And I hadn't had that experience for more than 20 years because, you know, the exam school starts to get you when you're 12 or 13 so just that alone to have that experience of having a child like summer day again is is amazing it's so join <laughs> oh, I love that having a childlike summer day experience it is unfortunately I do feel like the decision makers around time and how we should use it have made us take work way too seriously prioritize productivity over ourselves and it actually makes us less productive and le as well as less happy as well as less present as well but like if it was working then we wouldn't all be burning out <laughs> like if it was working we would see the shifts but we're not um so thank you for sharing that yeah I was thinking about it and the question you asked at the beginning of the call of this discussion was like, why did you decide to join? And as I'm like thinking about telling somebody else, um, like why they could decide to join um, is for me, I, I had decided to no longer make decisions to 
buy things that were kind of coming from an energy of I need this and to be better and for me I it was such an intentional and loving gift to myself to choose time hackers because it was not coming from that place it was coming from um I want this for myself and I think that is exemplified through your podcast and so on that message that message that we talked about how um you're enough as you are and and then let's go right and we talked about how we are we talked about that through coaching but that was truly like I had I really had stopped like buying <laughs> um programs and um I even stopped paying attention to marketing but that was a like one of the first decisions that I made for myself like intentionally this is what I'm going to do because I really um believe I'm enough and like want to love on myself some more mm -hmm. and time hackers has allowed me to and has been a place I think for I I think I speak for all of us in that belief is in every module it's in every coaching call and it allows you to create this foundation coming from that belief like it's really allowed me to uh take that like that belief that okay that decision of this is what I'm going to do and to practice it and do it in my life and now through um the certification and now through my coaching so to tell somebody I would like to say like I want to invite you to make that intentional decision for yourself not because you need to be better or because you're lacking or because your life is lacking um but because you love yourself and you believe you're capable and you want to gift yourself some more mm, I love that that's so beautiful thank you thank you everyone I could chat to you all for ages there are certain things that like I'd hoped we touch on like I wanted to see a little bit just so everyone knows like I sprung some things on them in this program I was able to hire them in the program to host live Q&A calls um, and like Ivy said some of them did workshops and did coaching they all got they all were doing one-on-one -on -one coaching getting direct feedback giving direct feedback I think is a huge thing I think another thing that happened in this program that I saw was like amazing relationships and massive trust being built that I loved um I'm also obviously respectful of all your time. And so I just want to super thank you all for being here. And I want to give each of you the opportunity to let people know your expertise and how they can stay connected with you. So thank you, everyone. All right. Should I call our names? <laughs> Should I? Jewel, you're on my screen still. Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. Um, so... I am a connection and confidence coach. So I help people, instead of just knowing how to meet people, I help you know how to create deep, meaningful friendships and the science of that. And then I help you deal with anything that comes up along the way. Um, and that also looks like for social situations. Um, a lot of my people struggle with social anxiety or even social perfectionism. It Perfection, this culture is everywhere, y'all. Um, <laughs> And so I help people with that. And how can people stay connected with you? Oh, yeah, that important question. Um, so on my socials, it's just uh, connection with Jewel. And it's spelled just like how you would think about like, uh, like a gem, like it's just Jewel. <laughs> we'll get the links in the show notes as well. And by okay. the way, anyone listening, just so you know, we do have inside time hackers. If you want to get coached by a time hacker coach, profiles on them as well where you can like find out a bit more information um so you might just want to have a stalk of them there too <laughs> all right and that will go out to my email list so that won't be um that won't be public that will just be like on my email list so make sure you're on it just fyi okay ivy okay um yeah so you can find me on social media um at ib the godfident life coach where um, my heart really is just to journey with women who struggle with not enoughness. 
back to wholeness, which I think we've discussed a lot on this call, and just that sense of finding your way to live the life you want to live, go after the callings that you have. Like so many of us are filled with calling and dreams and desires, but that sense of not enoughness is kind of just keeping us shrinking that little bit. And I just, I want to work with women to just kind of fully embrace and shine for who they they are and really live their definition of wholeness. So if you want to connect, I would love to connect with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amazing. Okay, Emma. Okay. What do I do? Um, <laughs> all, all the coaching. <laughs> um, I guess I think I mostly help people with self-confidence and to create life balance because that was my biggest problem. And Vicky has helped me solve that. And now I'm on a mission to help other people. And you can find me, probably my website is the best place, which is emmalavelle.co. And it's spelled Lavellier in Spain. <laughs> Emma Lavellier. <laughs> Lavellier. Yeah. Lavellier. Yeah, we'll get the link in the show notes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And Kayla, hello. I help people take action toward their goals. And I do that by helping them create commitment because I think that it allows for us to have more fun. It allows for us to overcome failures or any obstacles in our way. And it also helps us to build like this relationship with ourselves that we really love. So it's not like we just achieve the goal and then great, that's wonderful, but we were miserable the whole time. It's really creating that relationship with your goal and with yourself so that you can achieve goals the way that you want to, and you can actually sustain them because you have achieved them in a way that you wanted to. And the best place to connect with me is actually my podcast. And you can just search daily steps towards success in any of the podcast players and you should be able to find it. Amazing. Yes. You do like five minute episodes every day, right? Yes. So fun. Definite time hack. Definitely worth checking out. Thank you all so much for your time. I appreciate it. I could keep you all for hours but I won't. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. You can get on my email list to find out about the next round of Become a Time Hacker Coach. You will want to be a Time Hacker first. You can do it together. You can join now. Um, be sure to get on my email list at vickilouise.com forward slash guide where you'll get the Stop Wasting Time guide or just DM us on Instagram. Thanks so much, everyone. Take care. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too, as you connect with other time hackers, where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.